listeners, Shelly here. Translating ADHD is on summer break. New episodes will resume on August 23rd. In the meantime, Cam and I have handpicked some of our favorite episodes to rebroadcast. If you're new to the show, these episodes are a great place to begin. If you're a longtime listener, we hope you'll enjoy revisiting these episodes and the key concepts they contain. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on August 23rd. Hi, I'm Shelly. And I'm Cam. And this is Translating ADHD. Two weeks ago, we left our episode on a cliffhanger because Cam's internet cut out right at the end of our recording. And in the service of letting it be easy so that you would have an episode that week, we went ahead and published it unfinished. In the time since, we've actually decided that that topic, the big C coaching topic, would be a great topic for an entire episode. So that is what we are going to bring you today. But before we do that, we want to remind you, if you haven't heard yet, that we have a Discord community now where you can join and talk to Cam and I about the show. And it's been really awesome so far, Cam. Like, we're not even the primary participants. Everyone else is so busy talking to each other. It's kind of hard for us to keep up. But if you want to join, what you need to do is go to the website, translatingadhd.com. In the upper right-hand corner, click the Patreon button. And for five bucks a month, join, click the Discord button from Patreon, and you will be in the community and you will be able to ask us all of your burning questions and talk to all the awesome peeps that have already joined us. So now that that's out of the way, Cam, the biggest C coach I know and probably will ever know. (laughs) And that egolessness, peeps, that's part of the reason Cam is the biggest C coach I know because that's such a big part of being able to have incredible coaching presence. So Cam, the biggest C coach I know, why don't you kick us off and tell us what has your attention around this topic? Thanks, Shelly. We were talking a lot about this two weeks ago when, when you were sharing about your galaxy brain moment and making those key connections and spoke about this big C coaching, right? Yeah. What it is and, and what it is for you. Connecting yourself to this, um, it's, it's not a profession. It's not just a role. It's a way of being. There's, a, there's an alignment. There's a kind of a matter of an, an integrity moment where it's like this visceral response. It's not like it happens overnight. An interesting point, and I don't know if I've ever told you this or not, Cam, but my business partner, Jen, who I have a wonderful relationship with, was my friend and colleague before I started coaching. And I had been coaching for about three years when we became business partners. And she said to me once, I would not have been your partner prior to coaching because coaching changed the way that you communicate. Yeah. Yeah, I think that many of us coaches who have ADHD, I mean, I've, I know that I wouldn't be here today without my coach training and my experience as a coach, because it is a, a way of effective communication. It's a way of uh, developing, creating positive relationships. These partnerships based on uh, mutual agreement, uh, developing clear expectation. And I think that that's gonna be, that can be a, a really a, a challenging area for those of us with ADHD is starting, managing, sustaining relationships. And, and so Shelly and I are not saying like, okay, y'all need to go out 
and become coaches. You know, or you all need to go out and hire a coach. But it's this sort of appreciating what this actually is. And, and this is the basis of this podcast and our process of understand, own, translate. It's a growth model where you appreciate what's happening to get a sense of your experience with your ADHD and just living that lived experience, owning it, owning what is yours and what is not yours. Because there's another ADHD challenge is we'll either not own any of it or own all of it. <laughs> and therein lies the challenge of how do, you, how do you solve that problem? So distinguishing is a start and then starting to give language to your experience. That came up in the Discord earlier this week, Cam. And I said, there's a moment when I know my clients have their coaching foundation. So I described the foundation like building a house. You know, the first three to six months of coaching work is digging out and pouring a really solid foundation so we can build the rest of the house. And one of the people in the server said, wait, you know when that moment is. And I do. It's that moment of true ownership. And you can't force it. You can't beat it into somebody. You can't talk it into somebody. You can talk about what it feels like all day long and you can't make someone else feel it. It's that moment when they step into their own ownership and recognize that success and struggle can go hand in hand and that I can ask for help and resources from a place of strength and I can also access my strengths and look for the opportunities and things that will serve those well and that will serve me well as a person uniquely in this world with my values and needs and what matters to me. And it's so amazing every time it happens. So you definitely don't have to be a coach and you definitely, definitely don't have to be a big C coach in order to have that shift. But coaching itself and working with a coach is something that can aid you there. Doing the work with this podcast, if you're someone who is doing that deep awareness work, just listening to the show, and we have people that are, that are talking about it every week in the server, that can get you there. But that is what Cam and I are always looking for with our clients. That is the shift that makes everything as an ADHD person better because now you're operating as a whole person, being successful while you're in the struggle. Well, I like that. That's really great language there. Thank you. Yeah. I want to do some, a little, some backstory here to get a sense of, okay, big C, well, if there's big C, like what's little C? And just to, just to give some context or to frame this out just for a moment. The, the first time I heard a term like this was actually from Sarah Wright. She was an ADHD coach and, and involved with a lot of the different organizations of elevating coaching and ADHD coaching. And she used the term of capital C coaching. And that really resonated with me in the sense of, I think a lot of coaches and people who are working with people with ADHD are, are kind of focused on, okay, it's a performance challenge. So you're going to help them with what they're doing, when they're doing it, when are they doing it by, and developing some kind of support or accountability around that. And that's good. That's important. And from the outside, that, that sort of looks like what the challenge is, is here's a person who they know what they want to do, but they're unsure how to make it happen. 
time estimation can be really tough, task estimation, boundaries. So that's good. And that's sort of like, I would say like a general coaching practice or eh, I don't want to, I don't want to dismiss it, but I'm going to call it little C coaching. It's coaching. There's a coaching element. There's a prompting. There's a body double element that can be very effective there. It's effective in academic models of supporting students of what are you going to do? When will you do it by? What resources can we find to help you be successful there? And to map out, to provide a mental image to look ahead and, okay, so how can we be successful here? Also effective in the organizing realm. When I was a little C coach, most of my time as a little C coach was when I was still doing organizing work and the tools to help my clients figure out what they needed, figure out what organized meant for them, to plan it out and to provide the support they needed to get to that picture of organized served me very well as a professional organizer. Yeah. And I think that often little c are the the challenges around little c in the sense of the symptoms or the manifestation, right? Below the lunch counter is like the dilemma that you come to work with a coach with is around these items. I can't keep my space clean. I can't pay my bills on time. So it's these items, these events, these things that around in in these elements of what it is and when it's going to happen and how is it going to happen. So you'll often hear coaches say, well, we're going to, you know, take this big thing and we're going to break it down right into little steps and help them, you know, find a process of completion there. Okay. I, I, again, not dismissing people. This is important stuff. And it's something every coach has to be before they can get to big C coaching. It is something every one of us has to do for quite a while. Okay, well, let me, let me counter with that because where I started with, I started in sort of the, the world of vanilla coaching. Vanilla coaching is life coaching. I got my training and certification uh, from a group on the West Coast. And, and so that's sort of in the model of ICF coaching, International Coach, Coaches Federation. And they kind of, they will do big C without the little C. Sort of like, who do you want to be? Sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> if you all could have seen Cam's face there. Uh, some, someday we might have to get brave and uh, do some video episodes because Cam's voices come alongside some really great faces. So, yeah, but it's like, it, 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 I remember like my, being in this training, it's like, you know, who are you? And we're going to, you're 93% awesome. And we're just going to work on the little edges around to make you. I don't know that that's big C though, Cam. That's big picture. It's big picture, right? <clears throat> so, but it was that, it was kind of like the who part, you know, mm-hmm. and the compelling why, like, why are we here? And so I, I would say that big C is kind of this, this marrying, this, this marriage of the little C. What are we doing? When are we doing it by? And these other elements of sense of self. We subscribe to a strength-based coaching model. And this serves this population so well to really look at what are those strengths? Because so often I think individuals with ADHD will kind of try to figure out all their challenges. Like first I got to figure out all the challenges I have. And when I figure that out, then I'll go to the strength areas. 
And you're going to be spending all your time on those challenges. We say do both at the same time. Find those strengths. Just as, uh, just as Inger was saying last week with her phone booth moment to kind of realize, okay, what are my strengths? But also, what are those challenges that I'm coming into, uh, running into, you know, after seven years of college? And how do I be successful? So it's that balance of those two things. Part of that is starting to explore more about self. This is the big C is bringing in the who, bringing in the why. And it's, as you said earlier, Shelly, this is not something you're just going to like walk away, write it down in five minutes and come back. It's this very much of an experiential practice of go out and have your experience, but then reflect on that and starting to look at things like strengths and values and like perspectives or mindsets that may be getting in the way. What I've found so cool and fascinating stepping into this more powerful coaching foundation is how you truly never know whether you're going to go bigger or smaller in a coaching session. Because if you're leading with what has the client's attention or what has your attention, if the client doesn't know what has their attention and you're staying in full curiosity, you end up in really unexpected places with the client. Sometimes you start with this big sort of philosophical sense of self-question and end up on a really concrete, tiny, actionable thing that was the root of that particular perspective that day. And sometimes it goes the other way where they bring a really tiny little topic where it feels like it's going to be one of those little C action-oriented coaching calls top to bottom, and then you find something much bigger that is related to and tied into this topic that needs to be looked at first. And it's so fascinating, but it's also why coaching is such a powerful thing for our ADHD brains because we have that high associative processor And it's sometimes very difficult for us to parse out and distinguish and see these strong connections, but we find them in coaching and our clients get galaxy brain moments very similar. So that shift when my clients step into their own, when Cam's clients step into their ownership, very similar experience to the type of shift that I described two weeks ago. And it comes from that being rooted in curiosity, that not forcing an outcome, that recognizing that topic A may have topic Z tied into it that you don't even know is there. Yeah, I think that's, and that's very much like a, the ADHD experience is sort of like you're, you're trying to be in the service of topic A and yet the flow of the river that you're paddling against is this something seemingly unrelated and yet there is something there. And then there's all this effort to try to get someplace, but you're you're really just paddling upstream and like, okay, how can we find that confluence of rivers to move in a coordinated effort there? There's another piece, you know, so the, the, the educator piece of me just wants to tie in this scientific piece here of, of, again, how big C coaching is really valuable for ADHD individuals. There was something that Russell Barkley in his lead into his uh, executive function models so we'll, we'll put this link in the program notes. Russell Barkley is, is, a, is a researcher. He's, he's been at this game, oh gosh, I mean, 
when I first got into it in the, in the early 90s, he was doing some, some formidable research. And so he can be, Russell can be a little coarse. He will go head to head with, with anyone. Like Ned Hollowell talks about how ADHD is a, is, a, it is a gift that is hard to unwrap. And I remember sitting there and, and Russell Barkley stood up in the group and, uh, to, to 400 people and was like, it is not a gift. And so he's a little he doom had, and gloomy. He's a little he is, doom and gloomy. He is, he is on that side and yet he's got some excellent material. Um, and so you take that material again for what it's worth because, you know, Shelly and I, again, we, we both agree that there's wonderful attributes to having ADHD, but there's also some real challenges. There's some real challenges that we want to look at. And so that's why we have this sort of balanced approach of leaning into strengths, but also recognizing the challenges. So in his introduction to his executive function model, he brings up these four circuits. These four circuits that are susceptible to breaking down. And he names them as the what circuit, the when circuit, the who circuit, and the why circuit. That really resonated with me when I saw that. And it was just recently that I saw that that lead-in that he was explaining those. And why we're talking about that today and the value of Big C is because the Big C coaching ties in those four circuits. It may be meeting them, the client, around what they want to have different and what they're doing and by when and how strategies, but also tethering into the who. We're so often focused on what we're not doing that we kind of disappear. It's where we are, we're focused on kind of the last thing that we failed at often. And so this sense of self is not there. Our self is tied up in the thing we didn't do. And so we distinguish from our own coach training at Coach Approach, this be of coaching and do of coaching. And for our clients too, that there's a be. You, it doesn't matter w- about the doing. There's an element of who you are that is really impervious to change in the sense of core values, your strengths, your talents. And tying, getting a client to tether themselves to what that is, to strengthen that connection is so important because they're more than just their past performance. So there's the who part, but there's also the why too. So Shelly and I, when we talk about context, this is, this is context right here, is the compelling why. And so often we are, have that divergent dissonance or the galaxy brain moments that are not working for us. And we can't really bring it all together in this unifying understanding. Why am I here? What am I doing? And who am I as I show up in this world? Those are some basic questions that when we start to explore them in coaching, and again, listeners, you can do that on your own too. We have listeners who are, we have one in particular who shares deeply around his learning every week and is now doing that in the Discord, which is really cool. So you don't have to hire a coach to do these things. That's partially why this show is here. It's a passion project for us to bring a coach-like experience to more people because coaching is not, unfortunately, accessible to everyone. And 
most people with ADHD at this point in time will not know that coaching is available to them or how powerful coaching can be if you can find the right coach. Yeah. So this repetitive process, when you meet with a coach, or again, like the individual you're talking about, where they're listening to the podcast and they're doing their work, Mm -hmm. they're doing this kind of exploration, the manifestation of their ADHD, the curiosity of what's up at causation above the lunch counter, the different barriers at lunch counter, their understanding of those, their level one symptoms. Starting to do that. And when you do it repetitively, this is the other thing about in the last 20 years of this understanding of the neuroplasticity, that as you practice doing this work, that it gets easier. That ability to pause and reflect and learn and move on and apply gets easier. And you start to close that circuit. And that's the real power that occurs here is that you taking this knowledge and applying it forward. And with practice, and we know this about the brain, is that as you practice in different areas, this is what habit is. Habit is a matter of practice until it becomes second nature. I can't think another way, Shelly. I can't, you know, like I can't, I, I can't not do this, right? Because I've been doing it so long. Drives my kids crazy. <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. Yeah. No, like, Sometimes stop, drives the other people coaching. in your life crazy. Like stop <laughs> coaching me, but. Yeah, don't coach. I don't want to You know, coach. with, with. <laughs> Some of the challenges in my life right now, and we're going to come back to that because there's a second half of my galaxy brain story that is still very positive, but means that I have a little bit of painful work that I have to do in order to get to that bigger positive outcome. And even going through that, Cam, you know what some of my friends do to me now? They, my podcast me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, these these jerk hey. faces. My podcast me. Like, hmm, I hear that crappy thinking. You have a podcast episode on that. Yeah, and I, and, I, and and it's this episode. <laughs> yeah, and this sounds like at cut, minute 10. <laughs> this sounds like cut and run stuff. This sounds like black and white thinking. Right, yeah. or uh, have you tried let it be easy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or like you're taking yourself out to the woodshed here, shell. Like what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they my podcast me, which by the way is both amazing and incredibly frustrating. So I know how our friends and family feel when we do that to them. Well, I think you bring up a good point is that change, you know, and and I think episode number three maybe was on change and mm-hmm. how to facilitate change. That change is not always easy, Mm-mm. right? That there's change and growth. There's some pain that occurs with that because we're adjusting to a a sense of a, a new who. I think that's some place to, we're going to come back to this. I mean, this is something that just, it just keeps giving and giving, but I will say that with ADHD and the messages that you tell yourself internally and the messages that come from the outside, there may be a not so accurate definition of self. And that's, I guess, where I'd like to leave it today is to be open to this idea that there's a future self, that your current version of yourself is not necessarily the way it is or the way it's going to be. That to start up embrace this journey thinking and to be curious about your future version of yourself. And that's such a great place to leave off because that is exactly 
what we will be talking about next week. And listeners, forgive me, I have a, a bit of a hoarse voice this week, and it's getting hoarser as this episode goes on. So apologies for uh, the lower register. Although I get so many compliments on my voice that perhaps it's a good thing. Uh, no, Maybe y'all I can let me know. Oh, no, it's sort of like Lauren Bacall, you know? <laughs> so before we wrap for today, again, just one more reminder about the Discord community. And look, we're telling you about it not because we need the five bucks. We're telling you about it because if you want to do your own work with this show and you want to do it alongside other people that are doing the same thing, that is what it is there for. And that is what is happening in the community. And it is the coolest thing. So again, website, translatingadhd.com, Patreon link in the upper right-hand corner. Sign up. That will give you access to the community. And until next week, I'm Shelly. And I'm Kim. And this was Translating ADHD. Thanks for listening.